0: Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and apparently I'm at a
1: spice bazaar.
0: Uh, it does smell that way in this kitchen, doesn't it? <laughs> well, we're making a chicken, an Arabic chicken-inspired dish that's got so many spices in
1: it, I can, can I barely tell count the them. I tell the story about how you wore open-toed shoes to a Middle Eastern bazaar once? Can I tell and, that?
0: And how we went back to the hotel, and I poured half a bottle of peroxide. <laughs> On each sandal and soaked my feet in it,
1: and that they were cutting the heads off various things—I don't know, babies, <laughs> calves—I don't know—and throwing the heads in the street. And the cats were going for them. And there, Bruce is kicking the heads. You also aside. have to imagine that everybody
0: is about five foot one and in burkas, right. and I'm six foot four, and I did
1: wear long pants. And but I was I had, but way I had... behind him, and I could just see the six foot four guy and all these burkas. And I was just following that six foot four <laughs> guy. I mean, really, honestly. Honestly, though, that spice market experience was fantastic. And I found something there that I had
0: never seen before, which now I realize is not all that uncommon here, but I didn't know about it. They're dried black limes. Yeah.
1: Okay, so wait. Let me just say what I'm doing first. I've got onions in this pan. By the way, if you want to catch this recipe, it's on our website, Bruce and Mark. We're making this... What, Arabic braised chicken with a million spices and dried black limes? But I've got uh, onions in this pan, three medium onions that have been halved and sliced up, and we're trying to get them soft. So I'm going to be here for a while, so now go on with your black limes. So the black limes, very often when you buy them in the States, they're labeled Lumi, L-O-O-M-I.
0: Um, but that's an Oman word, and it's what has mostly been used in the packaging. But this is an Iranian-inspired dish. In Iran, in Farsi, the word is limu amani.
1: Are you really pronouncing that right? I you? have no idea. Oh, I, I would call
0: my uncle, but he died five years yeah, ago. Bruce's
1: uncle was part of the Jewish community in Tehran and has still well, relatives. I could I, could, I could call Baron. He still lives there. Right. They Bruce's <laughs> One of Bruce's uncle's brothers came to the U.S. from from the Jewish community in Iran, and then went back to Iran again. Hey, we could call Serge over at that restaurant That's in Armenia. Armenia. No, no, but he speaks Percy. Oh, well, okay, but, you know, there is a little bit of a uh, Iranian-Armenian problem, so let's not get in the middle of international politics. Well, let me just say, this
0: chicken dish made with these black limes, this is not the Iranian chicken dish. Everyone knows john. Right. That's my Aunt Paula makes That's it. I love it and she makes it for us. This is something different. That is made with walnuts and pomegranate molasses. And it was nice to come across this Concept for making an Iranian chicken dish without pomegranate. Okay,
1: still working on the onions. Still, you are. I've got the onions and they're in olive oil. And that and pan is filthy. The bottom of that pan is crusty. They're going and going What? And, and this pan is, uh, what do you call this thing again?
0: I'm using... Uh, the You're using... Well, you're using the Dutch oven, but it's a uh, Dutch oven. I can't.
1: Honestly, I have Alzheimer's.
0: (laughs) I hope not. Go ahead. So here's what we did. The chicken has been Mm. browned in this pan first, and yesterday I made a spice paste. And I did it with a
1: mortar and pestle. Okay, wait, stop. Must one use a mortar and a pestle?
0: No, one can use a little mini food processor. Okay. Or one can use the small container of your turbo blender.
1: Oh, okay, but one does not have to be insane with a mortar and
0: a pestle. So in my mortar and pestle, I put one whole black lime that I crushed up and took the seeds out of and discarded the seeds. Okay, Do they, they, they just crush up. They just crush up in your hand. They're really dry and brittle. Okay, and you want to pick out the pips. If there are pips... What are you, British? Uh, if there are pips in there... Not that I know of. You could go pick ahead. them out. I also put a tablespoon of minced fresh ginger, a whole tablespoon of fennel seeds, and that is what gives this such a great taste. I put a teaspoon of chili flakes, but if I had Aleppo pepper, I would have put a whole tablespoon of
1: that. Okay, but you put red pepper yep. flakes. A I, teaspoon of red yep, pepper flakes.
0: I put a teaspoon of ground turmeric. I put four peeled garlic cloves. I put the seeds from the inside of four black cardamom pods. Those are the big black ones. They're a little smoky. Right. They're not the green ones. They're not the white ones. you got to get the black ones. Right. I put a quarter teaspoon of saffron. And then after I got it all smashed up
1: good, I put a quarter cup of olive oil. Wow. And that, okay, so all of that spice paste, let's go back over that. Dried black ginger. Dried black lime, ginger, fennel seeds, red pepper flakes, turmeric, garlic, cardamom pod seeds, only black cardamom pod. saffron, and olive oil. Wow. Yep. That is quite a heady spice That's paste. why the house smells like it does. It's great. Well, and it's because chicken's been done in it. But okay, go so ahead. So
0: I smeared that over eight bone-in chicken thighs, bone-in skin on thighs. I put them all in a plastic bag to marinate. And I set in the
1: refrigerator overnight. Okay, we just did a fish curry what last week or something yep. on the podcast, and that was super fast. This is this is your uh, slow cooking. <laughs> this is your dinner party cooking. This is like you make this the spice paste on the chicken on Friday, and then you have friends over on Saturday night and eat it right because this is not fast cooking. And you can make that spice paste actually four or five days in advance. And if you but not for- put it on the chicken, no.
0: But if you forget to put it on the chicken the night before. If you put it on the chicken that morning, as long as
1: your chicken gets six hours, it'll still be delicious. Okay. So the spice paste, they've been on them, and this has all happened before we even started this. And then you took them out and you salted them. Then
0: I salted them. I didn't want the salt in the spice paste because I didn't want the salt to start drawing out liquid from the chicken and making that spice paste wet. Right. I wanted that to still be a sticky, gloppy paste. And that's just a little salt, right? Yeah, I probably use three quarters of a teaspoon for all of it. and I sprinkled it on and I used a little more olive oil and I browned them in batches. I did four thighs at a time to make sure that I didn't stint on the brownie. I wanted a crust on
1: there. This is really crucial, I think. And I think that when we teach cooking classes, we do this all the time, right? When people slip those chicken thighs into a pan and brown them. But the trick here is that you put them skin side down first. Yes, sir. And then leave them the heck alone. Don't start playing with them. Let them be. You want a good crust. I, I, you know, I think that people mess with them. This is my theory because of the Food Network. Honestly, because all these nervous chefs like Emeril, and they always have to... Mess with it with their tongs in the pan. That, and they're doing that for TV drama. But what you want to do is you want to put them skin side down and then, I don't know, go fill the dog bowl with water. Go <laughs> kiss your kid. Go pee. Go <laughs> Sure. Go pee. But the point is that you want them to adhere To the bottom of the pot and then go long enough that they pop back off again. The sugars have caramelized and they kind of pop right right back off. But here's a
0: trick. To make sure the skin doesn't get torn off the chicken, I like when it's ready to take a spatula and quickly sort of slip it between the chicken skin and the pan. And it guarantees that beautifully brown crusted chicken skin will just separate from the pan and not from the chicken meat.
1: And I should say... Bonian chicken thighs like
0: these. What size were these? These are these decent. These are big. These are about 8 to 10 ounces each. Okay.
1: These are decent big ones. These are gazunta chickens walking around the barnyard. <laughs> Gazilla <or. laughs> chicken. <laughs> anyway. I somehow I doubt they were walking, but okay. <laughs> yeah, they can't walk. Anyway, um, uh, these are these big chickens. Anyway, the, uh, these big thighs, they take. I always say I plan on eight minutes of batch. Yeah, that's right. And so I spent
0: about 15, 16 minutes browning all the chicken. Then I took it out and marked it the
1: onions. I told you this was not fast cooking. And told you.
0: There was, you. know, there was still a lot of fat in the pan. There was the two tablespoons or so of oil. You added a little but more. But you added even I a little more. Because as far more. as I'm concerned, this is all going on rice later anyway. So... <laughs> The more
1: juice, the better. Ah, uh, you juice. Notice what I'm calling juice. And uh, you know, we've been Olive blathering, juice. and this was going on before it even started. And uh, you know, there's that lie in cooking that says, you know, oh, you can, you can, I don't know what, get onions sweet in five minutes or some idiot thing that they I say. bull. Yeah, it is bull. So uh, we're not trying to caramelize no. these like French onion soup, no. but we want to get them nicely golden and, and soft. And, and soft. And. They're not going to be. They're not going to be apple pie sweet but they're going to be sweet and
0: that takes 10 to 15 minutes and we're we're there at this point so now what we're adding in as mark stirs is a cup of toasted cashews that's unsalted roasted cashews and a cup of dried apricots and here's the kicker a tablespoon of tamarind concentrate now tamarind concentrate is not the same thing as a tamarind puree or a tamarind extract The concentrate is thick and pasty. So if you're looking at these things in jars in the market, if it's liquidy, it's not a concentrate. Um, Tamicon is the brand I use. And when I open it, it actually looks like a black paste.
1: Okay, so I'm going to stir this around for a bit. And then I'm going to, you know, just I just want to get it kind of... Aromatic and mixed up in here, and I'm gonna get the spices coated all over everything. Well, uh, you know the remaining yeah. black and stuff in yep. there, and I just kind of wanna get it all uniform in the onions and uh, you know. Well, anyway, good cooking, and then I'm gonna add a quart of chicken broth. Yep, and you're using just canned chicken broth. If you have
0: homemade broth, please use it. I'm sorry that I don't have any in the house for us to use. Right.
1: So, and I'm actually, believe it or not, I'm using fat-free reduced sodium chicken broth. And if you can believe that, I'm doing that. Because, listen, there is enough fat. I've used enough <laughs> olive oil in this browning process and enough salt's going into the chicken. And we can always salt it later. So I am I am shaving my... I'm, I'm having my cheeseburger with my Diet Coke. I'm Excellent. I'm shaving my calories here. And Mark is also scraping up the bottom of the pan.
0: He's making sure all that delicious burn stuff is coming up okay. into the sauce. And in go two
1: more dried black limes. Whole.
0: Yeah, these are not chopped up, these are whole. They'll float around in there. They'll add flavor without we're going to remove them later. Okay. And then we're going to slip the chicken
1: back in. Okay, wait. Here it goes now. Here we go. Now I'm putting this in now. While I'm putting this in, I want you to say where does one find these things? These dried black limes and Where does one find Aleppo pepper?
0: Those you're going to have to go to specialty markets. If you have a Middle Eastern market near you, you could get it there. Surely this stuff's on Amazon. Oh, you can find everything on Amazon. Surely. Yes, yes. And there are a million spice shops in the U.S. that sell online, too, from Penzi's to uh, the California
1: Whole Spice Shop. And so, yeah, just Google it who, and you'll who, find it. Who them. goes to the store anymore, really? I mean, honestly, seriously, for this stuff. I mean, we used to get in the car and drive like yeah. a million miles to find these spices. Now they just show up at my doorstep. So it's kind of amazing. I but- know the black limes
0: I have, I got in New York last time when we went to Calustians on Lexington. Oh, and Calustians and- has a good online presence. And they do. And you could buy all the stuff there. You can get the Aleppo pepper, you could even get that Turkish Ufa Biber, which is another wonderful pepper to add to this. So- okay.
1: So everything's in. And now I'm going to put the lid on it. and it's going to go in the oven. So how hot is this oven? This oven's at
0: 350 and we're going to bake it for about 50 minutes until the chicken is tender and we will be back and taste it. So if Mark thought the house smelled like a Spice
1: Bazaar earlier, now it smells even more incredible. Okay, and and, you know, honestly, we can't publish recipes like this because we're not even done yet. And this is a (laughs) long recipe. People are so crazed about Quick and sh- and we have a book coming out next year, the Kitchen Shortcut Bible. This is not in that. That is just super fabulous, innovative ways to make super fast food. But <laughs> so what I did. <laughs> this to- dish doesn't even make. It doesn't even make a near cut. So what I did to get
0: it to where it looks like on this platter here is I took the chicken out. And then I put the heat up under that pan on the stovetop to boil that sauce. And I Mm. wanted it to reduce a bit. It took about three minutes to reduce it down. Then I stirred in some chopped mint and some chopped cilantro. About a quarter cup of each. And I ladled that over the whole top. That was about 20 minutes ago because it was too hot to eat. Yeah, wait.
1: You're not done? See, you're still not done. And while all that was happening, rice was being cooked. Always, always rice being cooked. Okay, but rice was being cooked. And, you know, we can get all crazy about the burned bottom parts of rice. But honestly, we made this in a rice cooker. Yeah. We just made nice basmati yeah. rice, just long grain we rice. We used the
0: basmati here and because that's so perfect with this.
1: filled the platter with the basmati rice and then poured all of this. Put the chicken breast on top of that and poured all this boiled down sauce all over the top of that. And it's just... Wow, it's so freaking aromatic, mm. and I'm the chicken is super tender. Mm. I'm I literally am using a spoon to dig into mm. the chicken piece. Well, oh. You did say I put the breast in the pot, but these are thighs. Oh yeah, sorry. Mm. Yeah, these mm. are thighs. Oh, the nuts, the apricots. I was so excited about fat-free chicken breast broth <laughs> that I talked about breasts. Wow. Okay, it is really hot, and mm. <laughs> honestly, not spicy. It's temperature hot. Right. Now, if I'd
0: used Aleppo pepper, it might be a little spicier.
1: I'm just going to continue to eat. Mm. Why don't you do something? Okay. While I eat.
0: So, I can't wait. If you're listening, Aunt Paula, next time you come over, I'm making you an Iranian chicken dish that's not made with pomegranates. It's made with dry black limes, and I can't wait to make it for you.
1: Say something about social media. I'm still eating. You can
0: find us on Facebook <laughs> under our names. You can find us on on Instagram. Can't talk eating. Go ahead. So find us, and also you can get a new recipe from us every Thursday. We cook the recipe of Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And while you're at it, subscribe
1: to the podcast so you don't miss any, and review us and share us with your friends. And 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 yeah, and share the love because you know we want to share the love with you. So share the love with us, and we can all be in love together or something. I don't know. I'm going back to eating again. Here at Cooking with Bruce and Mark.